The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So we're talking about the refrain of the Satipatthana Sutta. And the first line, which we covered somewhat, uh, maybe never complete, <clears throat> is uh, the line that goes, in this way, one <clears throat> abides observing the, the body internally, the body in terms of the body internally. One observes the body in regards to the body externally. So that's the first line. The second line is, one abides observing um, the uh, arising Dhamma. One observes arising, uh, observing the ceasing of Dhamma. One observes the arising and ceasing of Dhamma. And the word Dhamma here, Dharma, usually in English, is um, it's not 100% sure exactly what this means. Uh, uh, Bhikkhu Bodhi translates it as nature, that is quality and nature of something. So observing the nature of arising in the body, observing the nature of ceasing in the body, uh, observing the nature of arising and ceasing in the body. Um, uh, that's uh, because the emphasis here is not that what the sensation is in and of itself, but rather that the um, process by which all sensations in the body have a, have a way in which they appear and disappear. And it's that tuning into the flow, the changing nature, the appearing and disappearing, arising and passing, um, is, uh, is, is uh, what this practice opens up to when we're able to be centered and stable in the present moment when we're able to kind of settle back, to abide and observe without the mind jumping into thoughts, jumping into concepts and ideas and reactions. It's just there, very quietly, to observe what's happening. Uh, the, um, <clears throat> um, so, <clears throat> so another meaning for this word dhamma is just experience. Uh, it's the particular experiences that come and go. So whatever experience that arises in the body, we see it as arising. Whatever experiences pass, we see it as passing. Whatever experiences both see arise and pass in the body, we observe that. <clears throat> what um, this, the third one means, arising and passing, is that uh, some things uh, last very short time. They just, uh, almost as soon as they arise, they're already passing away. Like, you know, a sound of a bell. You know, it's, it's there, suddenly it appears, but then you're aware of it fading away. And, um, and sometimes that happens quite quickly. Some sounds, like if I snap my fingers, it both kind of arises, appears, and disappears almost at the same time. <clears throat> and so as the mind gets more and more still and quiet, this magic begins uh, appearing. And that is that all the things that we thought were uh, solid, uh, uh, turns out their solidity is partly a function of 
perceiving it conceptually, perceiving it through an idea, maybe subconsciously that way, or it seems solid because we're kind of holding on to it or we're contracted around it. But as we get deeper and deeper, more relaxed and settled and be able to tune in to the, to the momentary processes, we see that even something which uh, is remains, in the remaining, it's coming and going, arising and passing. It's, um, so like for example, there might be, um, uh, you know, you might have a constant rustling of the leaves in the, in the tree in the wind, and just kind of say, it's, it's, oh, it's just rustling all the time, it's just constant. But in fact, the rustling, if you really tune into it, is a lot of small little rustle sensations of leaves that are coming and going and coming and going. And, but the aggregate we take to be, you know, more of a continuous kind of solid thing. So the same thing with the body. The aggregate of pain in my knee can seem like solid pain. But if we can settle enough and quiet enough and just open to the, and receive the, the sensations of the pain, uh, often what happens is that uh, we drop below the aggregate level to the, to the more uh, particular sensations that make up the total. And we see that those are sparking and passing away. Uh, there's a dance of sensations all the time, even in something that's felt like it was solid. And that this dance of sensations and comings and goings uh, begins as we keep practicing, becomes more and more the orientation of what we are aware of. This can happen uh, naturally by itself. It's not like we have to go looking for it. Uh, in fact, to look for it, this kind of way of being too soon is, uh, leads to a kind of certain kind of imbalance and uh, even uh, uh, meditation, in, imbalanced meditation or challenged meditation. It's better just let it appear uh, as we get more and more settled into the practice, more and more here and relaxing to the place where we can just abide and observe in a very relaxed way. But what can help and support this is to know that this is valuable. Uh, sometimes when people uh, learn mindfulness practice, they're supposed to always know something, you know, n- you know, really go in there and know that's, that's pain, that's tightening, that's clenching, that's warmth, that's coolness. That's, and, um, and so it's kind of like focusing on the kind of, I don't know if the concept is the right word here to say, but on the thing. But at some point, what we're interested in is not the thing, but to have a deeper intimacy that allows us to see, to perceive, to sense, to feel uh, that whatever thing that's there, whatever dhamma, is um, is arising and passing. How it's sparking. How it, and so the the word anicca, a n i c c a, often translated as impermanence, literally means inconstant, inconstancy, because some things are. When we use the word impermanent in English, some people think it means it, it's not going to last. Sooner or later, it'll not, not be there anymore. But uh, the inconstancy here implies that uh, something can be there, like the, uh, like the leaves rustling in the wind is constant, but the individual pieces of sound uh, are inconstant. They come and go. And um, our breathing is, you know, as long as we're alive... Our breathing is constant. Uh, uh, you know, it doesn't. You know, you know, it's not impermanent. You know, in a final way until we die. But the um, 
it's impermanent or inconstant in that it it uh, it's it's uh, not con- uh, in breath is not constantly there. The in breath is inconstant because it uh, it y- yields to the exhale. The exhale is not constant because it yields to the inhale, and so. Uh, but they appear, there's, they're inconstantly, uh, continuously there. They're inconstantly, continuously reappearing. And so uh, a lot of what we see in the body is uh, better uh, described not as impermanent, but as inconstancy. We see the inconstancy, the flow, the change moving. And um, so this, uh, if if... At that time, at that time, when we're able to just rest in that experience, abide and observe, abide and just sense, where the observing is akin to uh, receptive awareness. So, if the idea of seeing, the observing, is uh, not quite the right metaphor for you, um, there might be some other, like feeling. Uh, it's the receptive feeling, receptive perceiving, uh, is closer to what it is than than actively looking. As, it deep, as we deepen into this kind of world of inconstancy, it's not even receptive anymore because that replies little, uh, implies a little bit of a separation from the experience or a duality or being a little bit active, like I'm, I'm the one receiving. Um, it's just things appearing and disappearing without us receiving it or actively going to it. It's just flowing in this field of awareness. And... Um, so there's a whole bunch of degrees by which this happens. Sometimes we just feel uh, hints of it or small, small degrees. Sometimes it's very uh, all-pervasive. And um, the, uh, But whatever degree it is, uh, it does represent a movement towards a kind of healthiness in the body because um, the contracted and, and tight and... and uh, Solid, solid feeling of the body, as normal as it is, is not like necessarily a problem in ordinary life, maybe even needed in ordinary life. But um, it also uh, can be the place where uh, we get uh, physiologically congested or things get tense or tight or restricted. And, um, and the blood circulation, nerve circulation, I don't know exactly all the energies that exist in the body, don't flow as smoothly. And uh, as we kind of open up to this kind of flowing nature, vibrant nature, it can feel like like the health is flowing through our body. Even if someone is sick, um, maybe with an incurable disease, um, to have access to this level of meditation, it just feels like that this feels healthy. And whether it actually heals disease, that's a whole other issue. But it certainly feels good to have this deep relaxation and opening and probably is good for the immune system and things. But more important for, in Buddhism, it's a uh, stepping stone or it's an opening. It's a, it's a, a, um, it, it, uh, it's a way of being that begins showing us the potential for freedom in a deep way. And, um, and that'll be the topic for tomorrow. So, um, um, abiding, observing, uh, the body and its nature, and its arising nature in the arising experiences. 
uh, abiding, observing the body in its ceasing experiences. Abiding, observing the body in the rising and ceasing of all these experiences. Um, so, um, thank you. And um, I look forward to being here with you tomorrow.